0: Welcome to the Salvatry Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Salvatry here. And today we have another three game LPL China only slate for what is going to be actually Tuesday, the 14th of april and i'm pretty excited uh, to break this down hopefully everybody had a good easter to all those that celebrated i had a ton of pasta i had a ton of chocolate it was a very good day even got a little easter egg quarantine egg hunt ink because why not test the problem solving skills outside of the league of legends space a little bit but anyways thank you all for being here i appreciate it if you want to hit that subscribe button greatly do appreciate that notification bell on the podcast. Hope you all are doing well as well. You can hit the subscribe button there. I do greatly appreciate that. So we're going to just go down through position by position as we have been doing. If you are interested in that League of Legends course uh, that Monkey Knight Fight is sponsoring, you can find that down below and you can find out how to get access to it for free. It's right at the top of the description. I have every single thing that's going on right now over on Patreon from the esports standpoints of League of Legends of the Rocket League, of Counter-Strike. And then I also have uh, over there as well, some of the outlaw golf stuff that's happening uh, today. They're doing it on a day-by-day showdown basis. And the main reason why is because um, there's a ton of withdrawals. Like if they did the the full day of golf or the couple of rounds of golf, there would be so many withdrawals that it would be almost impossible to be playing it um, without having somebody in your line withdraw. And it's just not a good user experience. So those data sheets over there, as well as I posted them to Twitter, a little sample of them. So you can check all that out. Pretty much everything that's going on. We'll have it covered on Patreon. If you want to support me over there, have some fun stuff in the works for the NFL season long space. So if you're somebody who plays NFL season long, going to have some tools, going to have a ton of videos on YouTube for that uh, as the draft gets closer in the next few really days to weeks at this point. And then obviously the season, hopefully at this point does not seem to be in jeopardy so let's get into it again if you have any questions just let me know on twitter or down below Uh, and if you want to check out what's down in the description some free strategy guides that free course as well as an add-on bonus um, to the league of legends and then also just patreon and and all the tools and resources i have there so starting at top lane uh we can talk about the vegas odds there's pretty much jd gaming against rogue warriors is the only major favorite a 455 favorite and then a lot of these seem to be potential to Toss ups. Um, You have VC Gaming as a two twenty seven favorite against Sooning. Sooning only ends up being uh, at that point a plus one seventy one underdog, which is not that bad for League of Legends. And then you have a a, we don't usually get these, but pretty much a pickem. LGD is a minus one sixteen quote unquote favorite uh, against Billy Billy Gaming as a minus one twelve favorite. That is pretty much a pickem. That line can move and jump back and forth to both teams being favored at some point throughout the day, and I wouldn't be shocked. Um, So yeah, you have a pickem at that point, which is going to make it so that at least one of these underdogs, whoever's going to be the underdog in that game is definitely very live. And then I do think Sooning is live as well. Probably not as much Rogue Warriors interest from me. Um, but I do think that uh, you're going to get some interesting uh, lineup constructions today because, yeah, I think that five teams and you could say all six are very much in play and, and very much live in terms of when they win the ceilings that they can hit, especially in that LGD uh, Billy Billy game. So it's starting at the top lane, position zoom is going to be the best play like without a question Um, as long as they win of course with that uh, added on there but zoom since returning has been fantastic on the team that is a 455 favorite $6,600 is a very fair price point for a top lane especially when you are probably the best overall kills plus assist players uh, player on the slate when it comes to just hitting a huge ceiling scoring as if zoom is a jungler or mid lane and and you're getting it as a top lane price point Uh, yeah zoom is fantastic there's not much to get away from there obviously depending on your lineup Construction, you can get away from it if you're going with different stack types, but sixty-six hundred dollars is a very fair price point for Zoom. Uh, VC Gaming Cube is Cube is going to be at the top. It started the most games at the top lane. Nothing really stands out outside of the fact that a Cube is a favorite, but you are paying top price point at that point. So Zoom, I'd rather get to at sixty-six hundred, and then everything just drops off a cliff uh, in terms of the overall pricing. You're not going to find a ton of great top players in terms of how many assists they get really outside of Zoom on this slate. You're you're just not going to get a lot of upside there. If Holder was to start for Rogue, Holder would just pick up a lot of assists, um, but that's going to take... Um, a huge, huge underdog, or the biggest underdog on the slate, at least. So, not much does stand out. You can go all the way down. I do think that the Sooning top laners stand out because of how cheap they are. Uh, whoever starts between Bin and BUBU, uh, I would rather it be BUBU at just 5,600, the cheapest price point. They're just so cheap. Like, they're not that big of an underdog, a plus 171 underdog here. They've won 43% of their rounds against the team in VC Gaming, who's won 47% of their rounds. Uh, not that far off. VC Gaming only gets 11.5 kills per contest. That is the second fewest on the slate, whereas Sooning Gaming's 13.7 is around average for this slate. So you're getting a situation where this is not that far off as the pricing is showing. So, yes, the Sooning, whoever starts for Sooning uh, Gaming right now at the bottom price point, stand out. And then Zoom probably stands out the most as well at mid lane. Um, getting over, or at top lane, getting over to the mid lane now. So you have JD Gaming's Yageu at the top. So JD Gaming right now is averaging 13.9 kills per contest. That's the third highest on the slate, but they're only dying 9.6 times per contest. So they're dying the least on the slate. They're facing a team though in Rogue Warriors. Rogue Warriors is tied for the lead on the slate in kills per contest, 14.4. The reason that Rogue Warriors is such a big underdog is, I mean, They are just dying a ton 16.5 times per contest. So this should actually be potentially like a three round bloody matchup. Um, And I definitely don't think Rogue Warriors is dead in the water as if they're like V5, victory five on some of these slates. But um, so I'm probably not going to completely X them out. Again, Rogue Warriors is a huge underdog, probably only picks up like one to two percent ownership by the field. If you're playing 150 lineups, and that doesn't mean you have to spend $1,500 tonight, you just have to spend 75 if you're playing in the 50 cent 150 max. Um, If you're playing 150 lineups, I don't think it's a terrible idea to get to five of these lineups and get double the field at that point with rogue warrior stacks in there uh, because of the fact that how many kills that they can actually pick up. And they do have a bit of a ceiling on them. Um, if indeed they do pick off the victory, uh, pick up the victory now for their mid lane options. I mean, Ruby is going to obviously need the victory. It's, it's not going to look great otherwise. And that's why you're going to see the average points bogged down because you're getting more than half the time losses there. But up top, There are players who stand out. You get who that we said, uh, Forge for VC gaming, if you wanted to go there. There's no expensive mid lane. So usually you're looking at somebody being $8,000, $8,200. So when your most expensive mid lane is 7,600, it starts to become a slate and there's no top lanes at 7,000. It starts to become a three game slate. Uh, where you start to really do whatever you want. I do think that Sooning is a very interesting play on the slate because of how dirt cheap they are. Now, I do think that also picks up a ton of ownership, so it might balance it out. But you're telling me that Angel, who potentially has the highest ceiling on the slate up there with maybe Forge, is just $6,800 at mid lane and has this the, the upside in a victory um, to go for... 80, 90 points, if not more. So yeah, Angel's going to stand out at 6,800. I think Forge stands out at 7,400 as the two mid lane options individually that stand out the most. Obviously, you're trying to build your stacks around that. I probably wouldn't be crossing out any of these mid lane options as I might cross out um, the Rogue Warrior top lane option heading over to the support players. Now, nobody above $6,000. So, so, so far a very soft priced slate. We'll see what happens at AD carry, but it seems like you should be able to really do whatever you want here. You can look at the uh, the way bottom at just 4,600 sword art. If you're playing four man or three man stacks, any type of stack of sooning outside of two mans, you're probably getting sword art in there. Definitely in your four mans because of his $4,600 price tag, um, looking at a fantastic player, very average player, but in victories, it'll be above average, especially for the slate with only three teams winning. So, yeah, Sword Art at just 4,600 stands out. Uh, Probably the two players that you would want to get to the most in terms of overall ceiling. LeMayu, if LeMayu continues to start uh, for JD Gaming, um, yes, 9.9 assists per contest. And always keep an eye on who is going to be starting. That's the second most on the slate. Um, And then Killa is the most expensive player as just a slight favorite, though. So between Killa and Chance, whoever starts, they are two of the three most expensive players. That's pretty much a pick-em game here. Now, I get it for why Killa is. Leads the slate in kill participation. Um, creep score per minute. Assists 10.2 per contest. But you're not getting really any kills out of Killa at all. So uh, completely uh, different from what you're seeing out of the name itself. But if Killa was to start, I'd have interest there. A slight favorite, though. You're not paying a steep price point. Like 5800 is the most expensive on the slate. But it's not like you're paying 6400 on most slates, when the mo- which is usually the price of the most expensive support player. So these players are all really easy to slot in, depending on where your four or three men stack is. Again, there's some correlation if you want to stack them with your AD carry. I don't really care too much about that correlation because it's, it's not it's not overwhelming and it's not fantastic. I'll also point out that Brian Hooper, book 75 did show that there was some slight correlation on Twitter yesterday with late line movement. That usually makes sense in other sports. So I, I, I see why it makes sense in this one. If the line is moving later in the day, usually means that it costs a lot more money later in the day in betting markets to actually move the line because the limits are changed and it just costs a lot more because there's more action in those. They're not as soft. So you're, you're trying to kind of um – move the line by adding a ton of volume down um, and when you do that the line moves because of just the amount of money you're putting down on it which usually means that a, a somewhat confident or professional player is moving that line if they're putting that much money down so when you do see line movement later in the day you you, you feel kind of confident that you're riding the coattails of somebody who professionally gambles for a living and wins 60% of the time or somewhere around there so in the long run you'll you'll have some expected value if you follow late line movements and I do think that that's true. So be sure to watch the line movement, not only the lines that I have on the screen right now, these are pretty much the opening odds, but throughout the day, you can check out odds portal and some other sites to do so. Um, but yeah, support players, they're all very cheap. Um, none of them really stand out as being ones that I would want to completely X out. Maybe Billy Billy gaming support player, if anything, because even in a victory, I'm not too sure I feel that confident, but Killa and the up top are sort of on a tier of their own. Then it would get to hang and sword art on like that second tier. 80 carry, most expensive player is 8,000. So your most expensive player on the slate is $8,000. And that's only one player being $8,000. So it is a very easy to tackle um, slate right now in terms of just overall. Uh, just building lineups and salary. Kramer leads um, this slate in terms of his price point at eight thousand dollars. And I understand he's facing a team in Billy Billy Gaming that dies the most in the slate, but they only die uh, or or dies the 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 third or dies on average uh, the third most on the slate in losses. But when they're on just an average, taking into account wins and victories, they're a pretty average team. They die twelve point nine times per contest. So um, I don't I don't get all the hype for Kramer. I understand in a victory and as, as a pickup or a, 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 a pick them here, I understand that in a victory, you're probably getting 75 to 85 plus points. Uh, but you can say that for every single AD carry on the slate. So yeah, I mean, yes, have exposure to, I would say, every single one of these AD carries. I'm trying to look for one that I really want wouldn't want to have exposure to. Uh, maybe Billy Billy Gamings. Um, but even then, I still would like some sort of exposure against JD or against LGD today. They die 14.7 times per contest. The LGD picks up fourteen point four kills per contest. So yeah, I think that every single one of these players I would want exposure to. I mean, the one who stands out like a sore thumb is, is Young Fang, and we've said this for like the last three slates that Suning's been on. um And I believe they faced Team We last time and lost 2-0 But if Suning was to pick up the victory, Young Fang is probably the highest scoring player on the entire slate, fifty percent of the time I would say, somewhere around there. And he he is priced at seventy two hundred dollars. So. There is a pretty easy um, put in your captain underdog spot and you have a somewhat unique lineup fill out the rest. I do think that Loken and Young Feng right now stand out as probably the two, uh, the two options when you factor in price, ceiling, win upside, ownership, that will stand out the most to me. Um, Kramer, nothing wrong there. I boy, I think, will kind of get a little bit swept under the rug, priced around Young Feng, who's just a better player and a slight underdog. People usually trying to lean there for a sexier pick. And then Loken, uh, as the bigger favorite, maybe uh, jumps him a little bit. I do think Rogue Warriors will easily be the lowest owned stack on the slate, which means you don't have to get a lot of them, just maybe five, and you're good to go. Jungler, I'll just go through quickly. Um, I, I, I usually have exposure to most junglers. If I have five teams stacked, I will have exposure to five junglers, and it's as simple as that. S of M for Sooning is a jungler who has the most assists on the slate by almost two per contest and it's just priced at $6,000 flat. So Suning, a very easy stack to get in there, a very high value stack. I think they're going to be heavily owned. That means doesn't mean they're out of play, but it just means that they're probably not that unique. They're probably the team, the spot that teams get to. I do think that whichever side is lower owned in the BLG versus uh, the Billy Billy gaming versus LGD gaming game and matchup, whichever side is lower owned offers a lot of upside because they're pretty much a 50 50 pick them to win or at least the odds are going to show that and their ownership is lower for whatever reason it might be. Uh, Maybe it's a better mid lane or a better AD carry that the, the public just likes a little bit more there. So I do think that that's probably where you gain a little bit of an edge on the slate outside of just playing the huge underdogs. But yeah, the, the, the $7,000 plus players, Kennedy and Peanut are going to stand out the most from a kills perspective. Um, if Rogue Warrior starts Haro and Haro was to pick up a victory, there's a very good chance $6,200 Haro for Rogue Warriors is the highest scoring jungler and one of the highest scoring players in the slate averaging 5.1 kills per contest through 18 games, close to an 80% kill participation, all leads the slate at just $6,200. you are just getting the biggest underdog there. So all these players are in play. Canovey and Peanut, the most secure in terms of uh, in a victory with their teams will probably do. And when you factor in that they're both favorites right now, LGD a slight favorite. Um, they're probably going to pick up the most ownership. Harrow and SFM, if one of those teams picks up the upset as a decent sized dog, uh, they offer a ton of upside at their cheaper price points. So on this slate today, and, and I'll finish it up with the, the team slots on the slate today, you're probably going to have a lot of money left over. It doesn't mean $2,000, but if you have a lot of your lineups that we have $600 $700 if you're building out 20 or 150 maxes that's completely fine if you have some that have $2,000 that is completely fine still there is only one $8,000 player on the entire slate I believe there are only two players above maybe three above like 7600 on this entire slate so yes when, when when a lot of viable players are at $6,000 at the jungler position or at $4,000 range at the top and support player positions in $6,000 range at, um, some of your mid lanes. Yeah. There's going to be no reasons that you should feel worried about leaving money on the table in terms of the team slots. Um, rogue warriors might be the only team slot that I cross out in a victory though. They can spike an upside around the 50 point range. So I, I think I might just leave every single player in the player pool. If I, if I slice out any, it'll be like rogue warriors top lane and support lane. Some spots where even in victories, they might not score as much as the two other winning teams or even some losing teams. So I, I think I feel comfortable leaving everything else on the table. Um, JD Gaming is going to look really good from a team perspective. Biggest favorite. I do like the idea of stacking JD Gaming as like your three-man snacks. Um, they have a lot of upside there. Uh, you can get a little bit more unique when you use them as your three-man snack. Get their team slot in there. Uh, they only die 9.6 times per game. I do like that. But I do think, I, I don't think they're a lock here. Like they're a big favorite, 455. But um, Rogue Warriors picking up 14.4 kills. Like Rogue Warriors is leading the slate tied with LG Gaming for the most kills per contest. Their issue is that they die a ton and that they're not very good overall. But... This is by no means. Um, I, I wouldn't be. I would not be shocked to see all three of these games go the full three rounds. I would actually maybe even expect it at that point. If you're looking for a game that can just have a ton of upside, it, it is LG Gaming and Billy Billy Gaming. It's going to be a pick 'em. It's going to be the game that probably lasts the longest. It's the two teams that uh, go the deepest into. Their contests right now, this game should go about 34 minutes on average based on the pace of these two teams' average game lengths, and that is the highest on the slate by a decent margin by about two minutes per round. So, there's a lot of upside there out of those two. Billy Billy Gaming only picks up 11 kills per contest. LGD Gaming, the slate favorite, barely, it's pretty much a pick picks up 14 kills per contest. So, right now, I do lean LGD Gaming stacks in that one, but we'll see what the ownership looks like. Appreciate you all tuning into this one. Lots lots of fun things to do on the slate. It's not as straightforward as yesterday's three-game slate with 100K to first. 50K up top for this one check out the free League of Legends course linked down below at the top of the description. Um, and then you could also check out the, the uh, things I have to offer on Patreon that are linked down below. My Twitter, if you have any questions, at SalVetriDFS, any reasonable questions at least that are that are worth answering um, and reach out over there and then some free strategy guides. Thank you all for tuning in. Hopefully this video, it helped you. Hope you enjoyed your your weekend and, and your Easter if you indeed celebrate him. Start the new week off right. Best of luck and I will see you in the next one.